All right, what's up, guys? So this is Evolution of an HVAC Business, Episode 2, and it's a very fitting episode, as tonight I'm switching out vans. I'm switching from my former employer into my new truck, so I can start off Monday, because I actually have my first service call on Monday, and it's very fitting, because I'm going to talk about the vehicle that you choose for your business, and how we go about it on this episode. So coming up right now, guys. These mini episodes are going to be sponsored by Jobber. That is the tool that I'm using to manage my business, invoicing, scheduling. And one of the things that I I haven't invoiced or scheduled anything yet because I haven't actually officially launched, but one of the things that I'm using right now is the expense tool out of the app. So anytime I buy truck stock or something for the business, I'm going into the expense tab in the app and I'm recording it and I'm adding or uploading a picture of that expense because it's very important to keep track of all this stuff. So I'm doing that right on the app. And the app, I'm told, links to QuickBooks. I've been told by Jobber, and I've also been told by the person I'm hiring to organize my books, my bookkeeper. She's using Jobber with another client, and it all links to QuickBooks. So everything is kind of synced together. So anyway, let's get on to the podcast. So choosing a vehicle, and I'm out kind of on my driveway. There's going to be cars driving by and stuff like that. So choosing a vehicle is one of the things that is really, really important because that is how you're going to get to all your calls. Your vehicle has to be reliable, has to start every morning. It can't be always broken and constant issues with it. So it's got to be reliable because people are, are relying on you to get to to their job sites. Now, yes, vehicles do break down, but if it breaks down a couple times a month or whatever, it's it's not a reliable vehicle, right? If it's always in the shop. So we need to have a reliable vehicle. It's got to be the right size. It's got to be the right application. It's got to fit your tools because you don't want to be opening up the the back door of the vehicle and it's a complete shit show inside. I know some vans are that way, right? But I I have literally pulled into suppliers and seen guys driving around in a station wagon. I guess you got to do what you got to do. And the station wagon is just packed to the brim and it's unorganized. It looks terrible. You can see right through the windows. Imagine pulling up to a client with a vehicle looking like that. Okay, so the vehicle is really important. Do you have a vehicle already? If you have a vehicle already, you can implement it. It doesn't have to be top shape, pristine. Look, it, it doesn't have to be top of the line. It can be a little battered and bruised and stuff just to get you going, right? You just got to get there, but you got to make it look as neat and presentable as you possibly can. So if you have a vehicle already, utilize it. I'll give you an example. I had a friend that started a business many, many years ago, and he had this green GMC minivan. And it wasn't the nicest looking vehicle, but it it didn't look like, like crap. It didn't look terrible. It was the minivan he used for his family. And I guess it was old and they got a new car. So he decided to use that minivan for the business. Took all the seats out of the back and ran his calls and his service with the green minivan. And it worked for him, right? So if you're in that sort of state, if you're in in those shoes where you've got this extra vehicle laying around, you can utilize it. That way you don't have to drop any cash. You've already got something going. Okay, the flip side of that is saving up some money and getting the vehicle that you really want to get. Now, for me, I'm going I'm to tell you how I chose the vehicle that I got because I went down this path. 
and did a little bit of research and I talked to other techs and I came to the, the realization that I needed a vehicle that could not only get me to work and do my service calls and, and perform for my clients and, and make it there on time and re- reliability and all that. But I needed a vehicle that could double up as a family vehicle as well because I got three kids and part of the reason I'm going on my own is to create freedom for myself. And if I have freedom for myself, I would love to take my kids to school the mornings I'm able to do that, right? I don't need to call in to my boss anymore and say, hey, listen, I'm taking my kids to school today. I'm going to be in late. Okay, if I don't have a scheduled appointment that day for the morning, then yeah, it's it's all good to take my kids to school. Take them wherever I need to go. Like it's just, it's it's a busy life, right? Anybody that's got a family, it, it it's a busy life. Sometimes you got to throw the kids into a vehicle and instead of switching vehicles all the time, just chuck them in the work vehicle and get it done and have a dual function vehicle. Now I'm going to talk about this here in the next segment about how I chose it and how I decided over over a, a truck, a pickup truck, and decided on a van. And I'll explain this to you in a minute. So as I'm saying, I need a dual function vehicle. So I started to look at pickup trucks. They got a back seat. Makes sense, right? Then I started to look at caps and and ways that you could outfit the back of it. And then I watched videos of people that use pickups and they're crawling in the back. And I just, I really wasn't down for crawling through the back of a pickup truck and not having enough space to, to access or utilize. So I'm like, okay, pickup truck with a trailer. I'm like, that's a lot of work too. Cause now I gotta, I gotta keep the trailer somewhere. I don't have room right now where I currently live. I don't have a big enough driveway to fit that many vehicles plus a trailer. So, and then I, then I started to talk to people online. They're like, yeah, pick up with a trailer. It's nice to have the trailer because you can park it. You can walk right into it. You can organize it really, really nice, but you really have to be committed to the trailer. And you got to understand that you're always taking it everywhere. And I live in a, an area where it gets really snowy, really icy and in the winter time. And I'm like, I, I don't really want to be dealing with a trailer. So that was out. The whole pickup scene was out. I'm like, I guess I got to get a van and suck it up, suck it up, switching these vehicles out and not really being able to throw the family in. But as I kept searching and searching, I came across the Ford Transit crew. It just, it just released in 2020, I think it was. So the Ford Transit crew actually has a back row of seating. So it's got the the driver and the passenger in a back row of seating. And then it's got space after that for your cargo. I'm like, man, this is the van for me. So I looked into it a bit further, hemmed and hawed over it. And I finally went to order it. And it was a nine month wait. Or it was, I waited nine months, but it was a nine month to a year wait. That's the other thing about if you're jumping, if you want to jump into business for yourself, these days, you're going to wait for the vehicle you want, especially if you get a brand new one. Now, I saved up for a while, okay, because I didn't have a reliable vehicle. So we've got our family vehicle, which is a Ford Explorer, and we've got like a 96 Jeep Cherokee that we drive in the summer. The Cherokee is not, I probably could have fit everything I needed in there to run calls. I mean, it's not a bad looking vehicle at all. It's really, it's mint, the, the body, but it's not 100% reliable. 
all the time. There's some issues with it in the cold and stuff like that. So I needed another vehicle. I saved up some money and I put a down payment on it. I'm financing it. There's other ways you can do that. You can finance, you can lease. You got to choose what is the best for you. You can talk to your accountant, accountant about that, where you live, what is the best sort of route for you, whether you lease, whether you buy it outright. If you buy it outright, that's even, even better. Or if, if you're going to finance it. So I put some money down and I'm financing the vehicle and it was the right decision because I've already had the kids in it, man. I've had the van sitting on my driveway now for about two and a half weeks and it's already been utilized as a family vehicle on several occasions. And it's amazing. It really, really is just to let's go guys get in. We're, we're going right. So that is why I chose that vehicle over a pickup truck. So you really got to think, do I have a vehicle that I can utilize? Is it reliable? Does it look, is it, is it a rust bucket? You don't want to be showing up with a, a rust bucket, a little bit of rust. Yeah. Who cares? But if it's falling apart, full of rust, there, there's a, an appearance sort of aspect, especially in, in your local neighborhood where you live that people will go, Oh, that guy that drives the rust bucket. Like you don't want to be known as, as that person. Right. Um, but if you have a mint condition vehicle that is still older, like I told you with the, the green, the Chevy van that, that my friend drove, then yeah, utilize the vehicle you've already got. If you don't have a vehicle, maybe you can go used. maybe you can purchase something a little bit cheaper, right? But if you want to go brand new, most likely you're going to have to order it and wait. And you're probably going to have to save up a little bit of cash to throw a down payment on it. So these are some routes you can take. Now, I already explained to you why I didn't choose the pickup. A lot of, a lot of techs still like their pickup trucks. Hey, if you like the pickup, more power to you. That's, that's, it's your choice. It's, it's, it's how you want to roll. You can do it that way. I chose the van. So let's move on to, to outfitting, like shelving, racking, all that kind of stuff. Okay, so you need to outfit the van in a way that you can organize your stuff, right? You could literally take your truck that you've got, take the empty shell, and you could build your own racking. If you're good at that stuff, you could build it out of wood, really. If you're good at metal and you can weld and stuff, you could build your own racking if you've got time. I didn't have time, and again, I've been saving money for a while to get this done. So I decided to use an outfitter to get my truck ready. And I called around different places, and it was narrowed down to two because they were the most local to me. It made sense to go local. I'm really about these days trying to support your local businesses. So these were the most local. They weren't in my town. They were the most local to me. Uh, one One of the guys said he'd get me a quote. And the next day, oh yeah, I'll get you the quote. Next day, I'll get you the quote. Next day, I'll get you the quote. And it just kept happening. And I got the quote like five or six days later. The other, the other company I called, they were straight up. They said, okay, our guys are at a, a, a van show. When they come back from the van show, we'll get you a quote right away. And basically when they got back, I got the quote the next day. So the quote from the guy that was lingering on was much cheaper actually, but 30% cheaper than the, the other guy who quoted me right away. Okay. This is where value, this is, this is how you have to 
educate your customers about value. I, I'm seeing a lot more value, not just in dollars anymore, right? I'm willing to pay a little bit more if the value is there because if you pay something now and the value is not there, you might have to pay again later, maybe double, triple down the road. But if you do it right the first time and you pay a little bit more to do it right, you're going to get more value out of it probably every single time. Okay, so the guy that quoted me right away, he actually did up a 3D drawing and he followed up and emailed me pictures of vans, what they looked like in the past that they've done. The other guy didn't do any of this. No 3D drawing, no follow-ups, no no pictures of their past work at all. Like, how do you run a business like that if you're not following up with your customers and trying to educate them through the process? Okay, so the other guy, and this guy was from Raytel, that's the company's name, uh, and they're local, like I said, maybe like half hour, 35 minutes away, and I was just impressed by the amount of follow-up and the 3D drawings and the images and all that kind of stuff, and just the regular communication. So I went with them. They were like 30% more, and they actually told me that there's a rebate right now um, Ministry of Transportation, if you're in Canada, the Ministry of Transportation, or Ontario, the Ministry of Transportation, if, if the fleet company is registered with them, there's a $1,200 rebate. I know that sucks if you're not from here, but this is, this is what I found out through that one guy that quoted me higher. I'm like, well, I didn't know that from the other guy. The other people probably aren't even registered with them because that's, he didn't tell me about it. So I ended up saving $1,200 in the end and I got the better value package. And it, it, I guess, you know what I mean? I got better value out of it and I couldn't be happier with, with the build. Okay, it's it looks pristine. It's aluminum shelving. Okay, it goes from, it goes from the divider plate from the back seat of the van up to the back door pretty much with about eight inches or so. And there's like diamond plate. There's a diamond plate kick plate in there and it looks really, really sweet. And, and, um, I got the, the, because it's a medium height, I got the drop down ladder racks. So I paid a little bit more, but I, I got the value out of it and I saved up for that. So you really got to take all these things into consideration, right? Do you want to build your own racking and save some dough? Because that is, that is a real possibility. Build your own racking. If you've saved some money, shop around. You got to do what you got to do. If, if you only have, if your budget's only six grand and not 10 or whatever, you might have to go with the cheaper option. But if you can flip, if you can flip it, you can afford it and, and you can go with the, the higher valued company that gives you more value, to me, I think it's worth it. All right, so we've covered a bit here, okay? The vehicle you choose, van, truck, trailer, that's totally up to you. Family, non-family, again, that's up to you. Financing, leasing, buying outright, saving up money for the truck that you want. This is all, this is, these are all the things you got to think about, all right? Now, I'm going to say this in closing. In business and in personal, but we're talking about business here. You want to protect your assets and a vehicle is an asset to your business. And if you don't protect it, if 
you don't maintain it, if you don't do things like rust proofing, uh, if you don't put on winter tires, if you're in an area where you need winter tires, if you're not doing your oil changes, that asset for your business will soon become a big hassle because if you go out to start it up one day because you haven't changed the oil, you haven't maintained it and it doesn't start, you can't get to your customer, you got a problem. If it rusts through the body and now you need to go buy a new van four, five, six years in because you don't want to drive around in a rusted van, well, guess what? If you paid if you paid a small fee every year to get that thing rust-proof, you wouldn't be in that position. So it's all about protect. That's just one example. So it's all about protecting your assets in business. And your vehicle is a massive asset to you because that's how you get to your customers. That's how you get to your suppliers to pick up the parts, right? We don't, we don't, we don't work in a, in a work at home type atmosphere. Sure. Some of it can be done at home, right? But mainly we're a service business that goes out and services homes, buildings, so on and so forth. So protecting your assets, choosing the right vehicle for you is really, really important. And and all the things we've covered here should make you think, you know, stop, think, what do I need for myself to get me through this? Right. And I took a long time to make this decision. I researched and it, it, it didn't just happen overnight. It was a process of a couple of weeks of thinking and researching and, and seeing what was available. But if you're looking at a newer vehicle or even a used one and you want it, you're on the fence about starting a business, maybe in the next year, that's something you're going to have to look into now because there is a massive shortage on vehicles. Like I said, it took me nine months to get mine. I'm hearing it's even longer these days. So guys, I hope you enjoyed this little business type podcast. There's going to be more of these at least once per month. Happy HVACing.